Back Look, I'm not racist, but if there's a race for guys, I'm white. I'm on side whites. I'm just saying it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Welcome to the Lions of Liberty podcast. Here's your host, your guide, your shining beacon of liberty, Mark Claire. Welcome on back, my friends, to the Lions of Liberty podcast. This is episode number 118. You can find the show notes for today's show at lionsofliberty.com slash 118. And today's show is sponsored by our good friends at Liberty Maniacs, who have all sorts of cool gear. I've got my ready to, for oligarchy shirt. What are you about? You guys, if you, oh, there's no guys here yet. Just kidding. I don't want to spoil anything. Check out libertymaniacs.com and you can get a 10% discount on your order by using the code Lions of Liberty, and you can see all sorts of cool, political, humorous, satirical shirts, mugs, and that sort of thing. So please do check them out. And now, without further ado, we will get into today's show, which is another edition of our oh-so-jovial feature libertarians in living rooms drinking liquor. And my first guest, as is often the case, sitting to my left, Mr. Brian McWilliams. Welcome back. Hey there, good to be back. You know, I enjoy more than anything uh, the Liberty Maniacs banner that we've been gifted with the, the pretty, pretty girl. I'm just going to say it. I don't yeah. want to be sexist. If there was a pretty guy there, I would also be for it. Well, Maybe we'll rotate him, but our, she's our a good looking Our good friend Dan made some custom Lions of Liberty, Liberty Maniacs banners, which is, are really nice. Some of them have some cute girls. Some of them have guys too. We have lots of options. I just haven't, I haven't put those ones. Well, we're gonna swap cause... it out. We don't want to alienate any of our, our liberty, yeah. uh, liberty ladies that are listening. Oh, or do we? Maybe we can talk about why there's not enough like women libertarians. That was a big topic of conversation. Yeah. Maybe among, not for among, today. Among libertarian worlds. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. Let's bring in the guy. I just pretty sure I just heard breathe. Uh, Howie Snowden. What's up? Oh, hey, Mark. Good to be here again. All the way from, uh, you know, I always introduce you as Virginia, and I feel like a bad friend, but I have no idea what name of the town you live in is. So why don't you tell everybody <laughs> where you're actually living in Virginia? <laughs> I live in Leesburg, Virginia. It's like Leesburg, 30, right. 30 miles north of Washington, D.C. Sounds like a place I might have heard of once. Cool. Do people do that weird, uh, like, washboard dancing? I saw a, a, a documentary on Netflix on one time. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Neither do I. Ah, it's like the fleet-footed Frankfurters of Franklin County or something like that. It's like this weird dancing in the uh, up in, you know, the, the wacky parts of Virginia they do. The backwater. No, this is northern Virginia. It's all like... Uh, Very high class. People that work for the federal government all oh, over yeah. here. So it's like... It's like CIA country, isn't it? I think the county I live in is like the highest GDP county of in the nation, and I'm bringing that and you're number just down. Bringing that thing all the way down. <laughs> cool. All right. And uh, what are you drinking over there in, in Leesburg, Virginia? We we skipped the drinks for us, but we'll we'll, we'll, we'll make tonight. Up for it. I'm uh, drinking the Shinerbach Prickly Pear Summer Seasonals Brew. Well, that's a lot of words. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Right. It's actually not as good as I had, I had hoped. You but. can only have two of those at the bar because by the time you have about two of them, you're going to be too drunk to say it properly, and they're going to cut you off. <laughs> I can't, I can't criticize a fruity drink because I'm drinking a Hornsby's hard cider right now. Mm. And uh, Mr. McWilliams, what are you drinking here? Well, fortunately, gonna... I'm manning it up for all of us. This is, this is something that can grow hair on everybody's nuts. Uh, I'm drinking a little Basil Hayden's Kentucky Straight Bourbon whiskey. All right, let's bring in our last guest. And I've literally been waiting to hear what this guy has been drinking for. I don't know, like three days? I guess it's not that long. We just recorded a show. But uh, John Odermatt, first of all, come on in. Pittsburgh, PA. What's going on, guys? Good to be back on the uh, Libertarians in Living Rooms Drinking Liquor. I think I missed the last one, unfortunately. It is good to be back. And uh, you know, as we as 
as we uh, know, or as I know, as listeners of the show know, as you know, we just uh, recently did our, our last episode was another edition of the Felony Report, which you and I do together. And and you teased that you were drinking on the show, but you refused to reveal the drink I until did, this yeah. episode. So for days and days, my mind has just been racing about what you could possibly be drinking. So what are you? And you've been drinking this whole time, I, I take it, the last the last three days straight. So you're ready. So what do you, what do you got over there? Goat's blood. I've been drinking for three days. That's right. So I'm drinking. It's actually uh, it was a uh, f- pre Father's Day gift sort of thing, a father to be gift from my wife. It's uh, called Dad's Hat Pennsylvania Rye Whiskey. Hmm. Oh, nice! It's okay. uh, ninety proof, and it is uh, smooth and delicious. I'm enjoying it. Some Dad's Hat. Pennsylvania rye whiskey. So, because uh, Brian here, who's bragging about hair on balls and stuff, his whiskey is only eighty proof. So oh, you're, yes, proof. you're actually know. leading the man pack here. I'm not even a man. Man, see, this is why there's not more female libertarians because they could care less about our whiskey talk. That's, That's yeah. not necessarily well, true. I women actually, love whiskey. I agree. Okay, okay. A lot of women right. are big whiskey fans. I get I take I, it all back. I have stopped saying anything derogatory about women and whiskey as I've been slapped down too many times by women who love whiskey. I say, oh, I brought something. I brought some wine for you. They go, give me the whiskey. I have to apologize. Okay. I hate. So, um, if you're new to this show, if you're new to Libertarians and Living Room Stricken Liquor, I can't imagine anyone's out there that hasn't heard of this this wonderful show yet. Uh, what we do is we kind of throw out my... I usually have some sort of a plan for a show. I have topics we're going to discuss on whether it's the Felony Report, whether it's Rand Pluses and Minuses with Brian over here, or whether it's one of my many, many interviews, which you can find at lionsofliberty.com slash podcast. However, in this case... This is a completely different scenario. We have no idea. We don't even talk before the show about what we're going to talk about. We just uh, we just drink and shoot the shit, and uh, you know, hope it comes into turns into something listenable for people out there. So, uh, so what's up, guys? <laughs> what's going? What should we well, talk about? I just want to throw this out there, but I'm just thinking about it. You know what? Be fun. We should do sometime. We should go to a whiskey convention or something like that, and Ooh. then just do a live. You know, we'll bring a mic. We'll walk around. We we'll interview some people it? making the booze. We'll periscope it. We'll podcast I it. Like yeah, we can talk about them. About oh, tell me your process. Tell me about your thoughts on liberty. We'll interview some people on the floor and get hammered at the same time. It'll be great. This all sounds great. Can we write this off? That's the main question I have. That might be the best idea you've ever had. Brian. It's literally the best Maybe. idea I've ever heard you say. Do we need to LC this thing? Become a little a limited liability corporation. It's funny you say that. L i l d l l l c. Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> That's too many L's. Too many letters. Is this going to be in Kentucky, our uh, whiskey episode? I think that's a good choice. Uh, it means we all have to travel, but I guess to be at the same place, most of us would have to travel. It's worth it. I'd like to go to the Blanton's Distiller if we if, if we can. You've already got a you've already got a location scouted. This is great. <laughs> all right, you should go check it out this weekend. Maybe how far is Kentucky from you? Like it's like I have no idea. Hops, you have no idea at all. It could be ten thousand miles for all you know. I think it's not too far. You can definitely get there in a day. It's closer than Florida. How we get drunk? <laughs> you're boring everyone. You're boring the crowd. I, I do recommend all of us getting drunker. Why don't we just uh, do a quick little cheers, all four of us? Let's see. I, I don't know how you all cheers right, over ready? Skype, but I'll, I'll tap my microphone. There you go. Right perfect. Here. There right. you go. <laughs> I got something to throw out we can start talking about. Okay. Because uh, we were talking about this a little bit before the show. Because there's some people listening right now like, huh, I wonder if they ever actually talk about anything. <laughs> and if you want to hear us literally never talk about anything, go listen to episode 100. Because I don't think we talk about literally anything. No, I think it was just a bunch of guests. Yeah. Uh, so, no, so this just happened literally as the day of recording this podcast. So, you know, whatever day it turns out to publish, whatever. Yeah, don't but, reveal what day this is. We don't want people to under- know the whole, the whole process that goes into this. Yeah. The wizards behind the curtain. Anyway, so the Supreme Court, speaking of wizards behind curtains, the Supreme Court today uh, yeah. ruled and everybody, you know, every progressive and their mother and everybody else was, was saying this was a huge win for civil rights. I don't know if it is or not necessarily, but 
the Supreme Court ruled that the Fair Housing Act, which uh, is debatable whether it's a good thing or not, empirically it might be, even though is it's it really kind of liberty infringing. No. But here was the big thing. They ruled that these people could sue, like there could be dis- discrimination court cases that could be without any actual evidence of discrimination. Or intentional discrimination, I should say. So they can say, okay, I've been discriminated against as a, as a person that wants to get housing in this area. Uh, yet, there doesn't need to be any actual proof of discrimination on the point of the realtors or the developers or anything like that for it to move forward. You know what I'm sick of? I'm sick of this word, discrimination, being used as the the sort of... It's the, the go-to... The catch-all. That's what I was looking for. The catch-all for, for any sort of... Pe- well, this for discrimination, but but for any sort of decision about who to associate with in one's life, as if this is necessarily the worst thing on the planet. I mean, if you strive for a free society, if you if you strive for free association, I mean, we all discriminate every single day. You know, I live with my girlfriend, Rosalind. I discriminate against other people by living with her instead of them. I'm hanging out with Brian right now. I mean, I'm discriminating against other people I don't like. I've met that I'm not hanging out with. I mean, it's just it's just a ridiculous thing. And I get I get that we're talking about like racial discrimination in a lot of these cases but just the word in general is so freaking overused as if like just the concept of discrimination itself we all discriminate every single day like i'm gonna help an old lady across the street maybe and not not like an able-bodied man am i rambling does this make sense no it makes total sense well it's like i mean i am rambling it's discrimination if i hold the door open longer for a woman than a man i might go i might hold the door open and stay there for a man i might say here you go buddy hold the door open and push it open and then he then he uh you know he doesn't get the same amount of treatment yes that's discrimination i'm discriminating but it's still ridiculous and but anyway read read a little bit of it you pulled it up mark read a snippet of this because oh, i don't want to read no one told me anything about reading all uh, right i'll read the first couple paragraphs and we'll yeah, see just, if we just can make this sense paragraph of right here should be fine civil which the second one yeah the second one well, all right. The court affirmed a court of appeals decision in a case in which a nonprofit group, the Inclusive Communities Project, I'm already bored, said the <laughs> Texas Department of Housing and Community Affairs had contributed to, quote-unquote, segregated housing patterns by allocating too many tax credits to housing in predominantly black inner-city areas and too few in predominantly white... Oh, so are they saying whites were discriminated against here? They're saying I'm that confused already. I, I believe... I believe they Let's are. Let's cut these first ten minutes out. I'm bored. <laughs> it all might this, be boring. All this here's Supreme the, Court here's the crux of it: is that this decision, though, my big concern is that it opens up a ridiculous amount of lawsuits that can happen because the the big thing was that there doesn't have to be proof that they were trying to discriminate against anybody. It's just based upon people saying, I was discriminated against. You didn't even mean to, because it's harder to prove discrimination. Yeah. So I'm reading, and right. they're basically saying, like, you know, if if the end result of something can be shown to be disparaged, it can show sort of a discrimination in some way in the sense that there's disparate... What word am I looking for? God. Disparity? I'm not even drunk yet, is the thing. Yeah, disparity. (laughs) Thank you. I don't know why. Why, thank you, Howie. You've proven your worth already for the show. If if they can show that there is some sort of disparity, and maybe, and I don't even know what that means necessarily, it could mean just different areas where there's more black people or white people or whatever, that... They can then for therefore see you and say you are discriminating against us, even if there's, as you said earlier, no intent at all. Right. And yeah. Not- they, the the uh, term they use is unconscious pre- prejudice, which wow. is just, which is not <laughs> prejudice at all. Then. So now we're Ridiculous. making. Yeah. It's not even a. That's not even a real thing. <laughs> so now we're just making up new concepts that make no sense and applying them to broad scoping rulings that affect can potentially affect everyone in this whole darn. Yeah. Why country. not? Why not? Exactly. 
Like, what was that? What was not, that not to be uh, controversial, but I we mean, wouldn't want even, that. <laughs> even if we are talking about like discrimination based on race, which is reprehensible, um, you know, I'm of the opinion that people should be able to do what they want. I don't, I don't think the government should be able to discriminate against anyone. I mean, they are there to represent us all, but any citizen or a developer or you know whoever I think should have the right to you know do what they would like with their property. I sort of do agree with you in principle and concept and used to really tout that same line, but we also have to think about things in a broader scope because in today's society, let's be honest, if you're a major corporation, even if you're a small company, you are in some way effectively a branch of the government because you are getting subsidies, you are getting tax breaks, and this applies differently to different organizations. Obviously, some companies are much more, this much more applies to than others. But I think that's the problem with when we live in a sort of corporatist economy is that we want to principally say, yes, people with private property can do whatever they want and associate with whomever they want. But at the same time, when we live in a sort of place where the government and corporations are essentially merged in so many ways, we really are... You know, we really have to look at corporations as a branch of the government in many, in many ways and, and maybe apply some of the, the principles that might go against private property in theory to them because it's not really that private. What do you think about that? That's a good point. But uh, something else, if you mentioned today's society, is I don't think a lot of people put up with any kind of racial bullshit. I think there'd be a lot of backlash against any company that's that seemed to do that, too. And I do think you're right about that. I mean, especially the younger generation of millennials are like the most accepting, open-minded people that there's ever been. So I don't – if someone's going to be discriminated like that, I don't think it's going to work out too well for them. Um, but, you know, that's a good point that you make. Uh, these quasi – Like if Apple starts saying <laughs> – Corporate government organizations. Yeah, I, I see your point. Okay, I guess I don't need. To, I guess I don't need to elaborate if you just right. agree. If you just roll over like that. But that's <laughs> like knowing that you know these companies. This is why this this ruling is so ridiculous. So is knowing that people know these real you know realtors and everything. They know they can't discriminate because they're going to get slapped down and people are going to riot up against them and they're going to get you know they'll lose business. People say I'm going to boycott this neighborhood and yada yada. So they're not going to intentionally do it. Yet again, this ruling says that you don't even have to be intentionally doing it. You might just build a nice neighborhood and turn people down because they don't have the right credit levels or whatever else. Or And it know. might just turn out that those people might right. happen to be of a different race. And then, oops, now there's a lawsuit. Now you have a lawsuit you have to defend. And you, you have multiple lawsuits. So it's just opening up this litigious society of ours even further for no reason. And it doesn't make it, to me, it makes zero sense. So anyway, Odie, any thoughts? I don't see any way that this can hold up in court. I mean, if they're just going to well, base it with like an the Supreme Court. <laughs> There's no other court. <laughs> no, but I mean like, like in, 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 somebody called the Galactron. Like a jury I, I, trial. I don't see how they're going <laughs> to apply it consistently. I don't, I don't know how they can apply it consistently to cases, to individual specific cases that, that they look at saying that this developer, this apartment, um, you know, complex owner discriminated. What, what, what the heck are they going to base on? It's going to well, look at the percentage of. Uh, I'm no, I'm no lawyer, and maybe we should have had our our regal, our regal counsel, our regal <laughs> counsel, our legal counsel, Mr. Young Rico, on the show to discuss this. But I don't know why he said he's young. He's really no younger than any of us. Um, you know, because what the hell was I saying? Don't most laws take intent into consideration, though? I mean, I thought that was... Well, that's the whole thing about this, though. <laughs> that they're saying the intent doesn't matter in this case, right. for whatever reason. But no, I think what they'll do to answer John's question or statement or whatever the hell that was, um, is that they'll, they'll cite Supreme Court case XYZ, right. whatever this is called, and they'll be like, well, this precedent's already been set. No point in not going along with this because it's gonna, if it ever gets back up, it won't get back up to the Supreme Court because they've already ruled it. We can do it. So, psh. 
Yeah, but the, they could bring it up in like any situation. I mean, I, that's what I don't understand. Like, what is like, what's what's the bar? You know, is there a certain certain amount of diversity the there? There has to right be. Now. No, exactly. <laughs> it's Pandora's box. You know, it's, yeah, it where doesn't is make the bar? any who, sense. Who knows? Know. It's it's ridiculous. All right, guys, why don't we shift gears and talk about something that matters, like the Confederate flag? <laughs> oh, God. Actually, I was just about to mention that, uh, based just on intention. Uh, if somebody is flying the Confederate flag and it's not intended to be racist or anything like that, you know, taking I'm going to just take many most Southerners' word for it. If their intent isn't for it to uh, have to do with slavery or racism, um, does the intent not matter? I don't, just, I don't know. I, I used to watch the Dukes of Hazzard growing up as a kid. I mean, did it turn me into a racist? No, it didn't turn me into a racist. No, just kidding. No, well, kidding. before everybody started making a big damn deal about the Confederate flag being racist, I never thought of it. It's like that South Park where, you know, the kids have this flag. You know, there's a flag of South Park, and it's got a black guy being hung on it. And they're like, oh, I don't understand why it's racist because there's just a guy being hung. They didn't really. They didn't think of it as racist. I never thought of the Confederate flag as racist. I knew it was for the South. I knew there was a sl- slavery, but whatever. It just symbolized a dead attempt at something in, in the South. Whatever. And, and look, I don't want to go all Tom DiLorenzo on you guys here because I mean, look, it's cl- it's very clear that a, a majority, if not all, of the Confederate states had slavery as something they held dear and wanted to keep. So I'm not going to defend the Confederacy. At the same time, the Civil War was about more than slavery. There right. were many other reasons that it happened. And the North did invade the South, and I wouldn't necessarily say that everyone fighting under the Confederate banner was fighting for slavery. Many people were fighting to just not be invaded by this force that is coming in and destroying their, and, you know, right. General Sherman destroying their town and, and killing their families. The so. vast majority were not, were not slave owners. Yes, exactly. I mean, you had to be rich to be well, a slave owner. Exactly. The vast well, majority the, were not slave owners. Right. The, the vast majority of human beings were not slave right. owners. So, I mean, to just say that... The, necessarily everything involving the confederacy and the civil war must be about slavery per se is i don't know silly but let's just say it is even if it is i mean even if it really should be about the intent of the person waving the flag but even then i don't i don't want to ban the flag even if they are all racist about it i guess is my point i mean it's a flag now if we're talking about a government institution the charleston capital i don't know that's when things get get kind of messy because exactly. it's the public and we're talking about it's it's that it's the uh, the tragedy of the commons now. Now half the people are maybe, might want the flag on the uh, Capitol and half people might not. Well, who owns it? Uh, everybody does. So you know, how do you even resolve that? I don't know. Maybe they should just ban ban all flags. No flags. I'm down Capitol. with that. Well, Why it's not? Like the you Ten know, Commandments in government buildings too. It's <laughs> the same kind of argument comes up. Some people want it. Some people don't want it. You know what? What do you do in that situation? We should make a Lions of Liberty flag that we just. We that's should. our new flag. We'll worship it like the American flag. We'll say an allegiance, pledge an allegiance to it every day. I pledge allegiance to Mark Clare and the rest of his goons at Lions of Liberty. <laughs> hey, you know, I, I would leave it up to the people of uh, was it North Carolina, South Carolina? I'm not even sure. I think it was South. It's Charleston, it's yeah, South, South Carolina. Carolina. But that being said, Howie, you're I like next like, door. Like, how do you not know yeah. what these states? <laughs> I, I feel like in this day and age, you know, I don't think any Northerners are ever gonna understand. It's probably in their best interest to just stop flying it in government buildings i mean um, probably I, I, sure. I agree with Rand getting on the side of you know maybe it's time for it to be in a museum i i think it's i don't i don't understand why anyone would want to put up such a fight for it right now well look i know a girl who is in definitively no way racist but she owns a shirt that she's from the south she's from florida and she owns some shirt that's you know some reference to right. dixie and it's got the confederate flag she's on from it. the south and she's from florida and she's not a little racist no yeah, she's I'm not racist I'm she's too cracked out. i'm making she's jokes too cracked out on meth to think about race. okay that florida i guess florida is not the south by the way that at i believe all. no, no florida no, no, florida's no, cuba north, north. Is. isn't florida still owned by spain 
<laughs> no? pretty much. Oh, yeah. that's cute. I don't know. I'm I'm not really a history buff. But guys. anyway, the point is, she you know she has this shirt. It's just to her represents the South. It's you know yeah you know Southern pride, Dixie Dixie whatever. And it's like she doesn't give a shit. So to say like now nobody can wear a shirt because now you're officially racist because now they've made it racist. If you wear this shirt now, yeah, they, after all this shit, you are officially racist. They've made it ridiculous. racist, right? It's not like it's an inanimate symbol. It's not. I mean, even the swastika. I mean, obviously the swastika is for obvious reasons associated with Nazism and that stuff. Well, that's an ancient symbol that goes back to, like, ancient India, and it meant, like, peace. Right. I, I'm right. not, yeah, don't quote me on that. It. I don't remember exactly what it meant, but... Yeah, that, it, when I lived in Korea, like, it's a lot of Buddhists, actually. Like, like people wear that all the time, and I was, it's like, holy shit, are all these people Nazis? And how he's like, man, why are these Nazis doing here? <laughs> but it's like, no, it's it's an ancient symbol. So and this it, is I guess, where they went. It sucks that I guess nobody's ever going to be able to use it over in the Western world again, but... Yeah, I mean, but hey, there's people that have, I mean, you know, Nazi memorabilia. I mean, I mean there's people that just like to collect memorabilia. Some people like to collect the Confederate flag. But co- it's illegal collect to collect it. it. Nazi memorabilia. It's illegal? It is? It is, it is illegal, it yeah. It is illegal. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, which, yeah. again, oh, is kind of crazy, on. but it's illegal. Are yeah. you serious? You can't deal it. You can't. It, in, the United, in the United States of America. Yeah. That's no, not true. There's a whole, yes, it is true. This is amazing. I see people selling that stuff at gun shows all the time. Well, they are Reagan selling it illegally, and they can get arrested for it. <laughs> It's illegal. Hold on. This is crazy. I'm telling you, selling Nazi memorabilia. We're going to do it in real time right now, folks. We're looking it up. Go Call to us. eBay. We I should be, guarantee we, we should be periscoping us. this and somebody could tell us. We should. Here, should I get on periscope? Wait, oh, Obama signed <laughs> yeah. this. Oh, that's a, uh, that's a fake. So, uh, never mind. See, I, cut that there's out. so much like, <laughs> we're never going to find a real. I was checking out this antique story. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We're going to have to cut out like 40 minutes of audio if I figure <laughs> it out. Okay, maybe you can collect it. I thought it was illegal to sell. <laughs> It's illegal think, in Germany. I think probably well, it's definitely some, illegal in Germany. Yeah, well, that's yeah. It is. A, I know that Nazi like talking about Nazis is in, illegal. If you type in Nazi in eBay, like a million twenty four thousand one hundred ninety eight listings come up. Well, there you go. Looks, looks like all kinds of coins and yeah. Crap. So, so you guys are just making shit up, I guess, right? Well, I or EB is you know eBay what? is flagrantly violating. What's the law. sad is I think I'm basing this upon an always sunny in Philadelphia episode I saw where they that's came across sad. a lot of. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, I honestly did think it was illegal. Just like I thought, that's it was, so crazy. Like, that ivory, will... like ivory, is illegal. Oh, should we get into that whole thing? I, sure, why that's not? a good topic to go. Hold on, hold on. Well, I'm one thing on the Nazi memory, I, I did find something relevant here. Okay. So an article I gave from up under three seconds. So go ahead. An article from 2001. So maybe this has changed, but it actually says it's interesting. You know that Howie's saying that eBay has all this Nazi stuff on there because it says that Yahoo and eBay have taken steps to prohibit members from selling any Nazi items except for coins and stamps. Actually, all I'm seeing right now is coin stamps, and there's looks there like some go. pictures. Like there's like a woman in like a like some kind of Nazi lingerie with a yeah. Maybe <laughs> maybe it's like the outfits <laughs> and the maybe it's like the more and formal lingerie. stuff. I, I, that I like how how he conveniently landed on the, the women wearing Nazi lingerie. Well, page. Sandra Bullock's ex-husband was dating a woman who was speaking of Nazism, right? We should ask her. Can we get what? her on the podcast? I feel like you guys are making everything up. That, that is completely about. true. Sandra Bullock's ex-husband. What was his was name? Jesse Nazi? James. He, was he got Nazi? the reason she divorced him was because he got caught going out with some tattooed uh, oh, pinup yeah. model who was I, who always wore Nazi gear to spank him. Oh, I didn't know. She, I didn't know what the last think, two sentences. Allegedly, yeah. she stopped going really out with him because happened. he was cheating on her. But with yeah, with a tattooed. A tattooed pinup model who wore I Nazi think, gear I all think the if time. She wore was it tattooed Nazi. Uh, yes, it was. It was Dita No, I don't think it was Dita Yeah, it was. That wore the Nazi gear? I don't think well, so. I, I didn't know she wore Nazi gear, but that's who Jesse well, James Well, if you look up Jesse James banging. and Nazi, you'll see, like, she, he, you'll see the picture come up of, like, this chick he was cheating on her with. You're going to get a picture of, like, an old Western, like, <laughs> Should we include it with the and... podcast notes? 
Oh, boy. This is going to be a hell of a show notes today, kids. Let me tell you. All right, maybe we should move on. Uh, poor John Dobbert's got to listen to this whole thing. What? what, what somebody call me? All right, move it on. Poor, it on. poor listeners. I mean, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You guys must like this. You listen. I see the numbers. You yeah, do, they you love listen it. to these shows. You love it when we when we abuse you. Yeah, you know, but I, I'm sick of this whole, like, banning culture. Banning, 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 banning. Stop it. I want to ban banning. Banning, 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 banning. Stop it. I want to ban banning. Right. Yeah. I hope I don't want anyone to think I meant the Confederate flag should be no, banned. I, don't, I thought no, just I don't. maybe it's maybe it's not a great idea for the government, state governments to. No, and I agree. Flag. People should. You know, do it's probably not. People should do whatever they want. That girl can keep her t-shirt. I don't care. I'm sure she's not racist. I'm not sure still, but you know, I don't know this girl. Well, <laughs> well, it's just like you know, we're talking about. I said banning things. I wrote this article about the U.S. government crushed one ton of ivory. A whole ton of ivory. Now, that ivory, granted, ivory is illegal, 100% illegal to buy and own in the United States. Chinese can still do it. Though they're, Not 100% yeah, illegal. Yeah, it is. It depends how Man, old the ivory it is. It shows well, how okay, much no, research we don't true. do on this no, show. No, no, he's, he's right in this situation. We don't know it's what's just legal like enough. sea turtles are, you could have a stuffed sea turtle, because a friend of ours has a stuffed sea turtle that he, that <sighs> he bought, uh, but it's old. It's from like the 60s. That's legal. But you yeah. can't determine the age of things Your easily, so, you, so thus it makes it essentially illegal. Like, he can't sell the sea turtle because you can't age the sea turtle. He could have gotten it today. So it's illegal. Uh, but the point is, the government, they crush a ton of ivory but they, you know, because it's illegal to make a point about illegal poaching of ivory. But it does nothing. It doesn't do anything to stop people from poaching ivory. If anything, it drives the price up because, hey, there's one less ton of ivory in the world, so everything else is worth more money. So it's like, why, you know... If instead, instead of banning it, why not just let people say, okay, you learned about this. It's a bad thing. We're against it. Private property comes into play there. You know, you can protect these animals through private property rights. I mean, is, is and ivory that, and it'll take care of itself. Is it, is it, I mean, I know the reasoning behind it is because like a certain elephants are endangered, right? That's Elephants that's and rhinos, yeah. yeah. And it, a lot of time okay. they kill them. There's humane ways to but, do it where but, you can harvest it without killing them. Well, right. And there's nothing. Um, Wait, without killing them, you can take the right. Oh yeah, yeah, totally, you can. Oh, why don't we just L- do listen, that? It, it, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't grow back though, uh, does it? I mean, well, it grows. Yeah, counter- it grows over time, but you can still. A lot of times, the the animals do die when they harvest it. So these private, you know, like they're already doing it with the white rhino. Now it's like you can you can have private property. The white rhino is ex- like going extinct now. Private property, it's like a rebound of massive proportions. But you can harvest the horns and still have the animal be fine and safe and live a nice happy life. Without killing it, well, that the seems like a nice compromise it. for everybody. Because the poachers it? just shoot and it and know, take the horn. You know, they're not right. worried about the animals. The well. poacher just needs to get out of there, so he needs to shoot the guy and get his exactly. ivory. He's not trying to like, you know. It's a private property. Boom. Right. How he's dying to talk about okay, ivory? Go get, how we go? Yeah, no. I mean, this may seem counterintuitive, but most things really, you say uh, seem animals. Animals that you're allowed to hunt, there will be more numbers. They're, like, there's a guy recently. I was upset. He just went and I guess shot a rhino somewhere, but um. Turns out it was an older male that was aggressive, was killing younger males. Uh, he paid a ton of money to go and do it, which that money goes to pay for rangers and things, which uh, take care of the areas. Yeah, for the exactly, for the private property. But if you put value on these animals, people will make sure they exist and stay around because of the money that it brings All to right. their area. They won't just poach them and go and wipe them out trying to get, you know, whatever they can. They'll, they'll want to keep them there. It's again sort of the tragedy of the commons because a lot of these poaching laws, they're just... Saying, all right, here's the wilderness that, that the government of whatever X country in Africa maybe owns. Don't go shooting things. Don't go killing these animals there. And then, of course, that drives up the price. And everyone, yeah. everybody really wants to go poach them now. So poachers have to operate illegally and go kill the animals. And then there's no care for the animals. All the poachers are going to travel to these areas and kill as many of these animals as they can. Because there's no rules. They're acting outside of the law. 
and there and it's, it's basically public open property and mm-hmm. you know i'm sure there are like rangers and stuff patrolling but at the end of the day it's not private property where you know if you have an actual say reservation this is a, it's not like theory by the way like this is, this like, is practice. brian this mentioned is real, the white rhino that's like world example a real case that has occurred where you know they, they had rhinos on a privately owned reservation and they just basically took care of the herd and took care of the breed they would kill some and, yeah, they would, and they would have hunters could come and kill some. You right. would, that's part you of the thing. You pay X amount of money to be allowed to kill X amount of rhinos, right. and you know they do whatever with the money. But the, obviously, because that's the business and that's the way it's being run, you don't you're not going to let your rhino population be wiped out. That's mm-hmm. just not. So they're going to set it up so people can shoot X number of rhinos or what have you and sell X amount of ivory. I don't know how it all works specifically, but the point is the private property owners can control this kind of thing. And I don't know, I, I guess there might be ethical reasons why people might not like the idea of animals being property. Of ownership, yeah. But and, but honestly, if we're talking about humanity, that is really, like at the end of the day, the fairest way to treat animals. Because when you when something is your property... They were on just grazing around in the commons, and people would kill them for everything. The Americans killed all the bison off, essentially. And now, mm. you know, you have bisons on reserves that are protected, and they've rebounded. Now I want a bison burger. Mmm, delicious. Oh, yeah. Odie, what do you think? Uh... <laughs> What would you rather eat, a bison burger, elephant burger, or rhino burger? It's like fuck, Mary kill. I'd rather have alligator. Oh, I love I alligator. It's delicious. Alligator's not bad. That's some good protein. I've never had rhino. I'd like to have it. Blackened alligator is fantastic. If you ever go to New Orleans, there's a place called Ralph and Cuckoo's. It is freaking fantastic. You, you got to check it out. They also are not sponsoring this podcast. And yeah, New Orleans also removed all the Confederate flags from everywhere. From everywhere? That's what I think they said. People's he, homes. He the the governor was like, well, I can't, I guess can't do it from homes, but uh, there, I don't, and they, I don't think Louisiana had the, the Confederate flag flying in their state offices or anything like that. But the governors had issued some statement. Maybe we could look it up real quick about. I'm like, not doing that. All right, well, screw <laughs> it. Well, you look it up at home. That's your homework. Everybody at home, look up the Louisiana governor's. <laughs> Mark hates Bobby. Jindal. Oh, I do hate him. God, I do. He's the I do. Worst. Everybody hates Bobby Jindal. I do too. What I really hate is just like. Everybody, I know that sounds. Like, they, every day there's another Chris every G- every GOP candidate. It's who I hate. Everybody, there's like I was just seventy-five say that. candidates. Even Rand, he's all right. <laughs> I hate the idea of there being this million candidates though. It's That's like, insane. God, stop. I have two theories. There's, I have one theory. I'll let you. Go all right. First. Well, mine's probably going to be one of them. Probably. <laughs> I have three theories. Well, one's one's just like the idea that we go in election cycles. So like, all right, we just had a Democratic president for eight years, and like. Possibly, just based on how things usually go, is a decent chance a Republican gets elected in the next cycle, or at least that might be the theory. So they're in in the minds of of people that might buy into that. Then these guys are all really running for president. They're not necessarily running for you know just GOP because they see the GOP as the, who's going to win. So they're all they all want to get in and they all want to um, start it. Now a lot of these guys, I, I gotta think a lot of these guys realize they're not going to be president and not going to win. But, you know, that's kind of how you start your your president career, whatever, too, just by, like, a failed run that gets some kind of traction, and then you do it again in four years. I don't know who that's actually worked for in real life, actually, because all the guys that actually win president, are, it seems like the guys yeah. that... Obama, first time running. Bush, first time running. Clinton, first time running. The older the older Bush, Herbert Walker Bush, I think. Well, so we have to go back, like, 30 years for an actual here's, example here's where that happens. Theory, so. which I think, I think would, makes a lot of sense. The other is the conspiracy, so I'll, I'll see if your theory is the same as mine. Well, mine's... Basically, I'm, I'm just saying it's not a conspiracy in my my one it's just that look at the field is so flooded it's so splintered already that to win that to actually win the GOP primaries and get the to, to become the person that's going to be running for candidate or running for you know, against the Democratic candidate is number one you have such a better chance than if you went up against one big dog because now 
there's 25 people all pulling votes away, so they say, no, no I have a better chance now. Yeah, there's no leader of the pack. But I thought Jeb was, like, the guy. He is, has he even officially announced yet? He has, right? He has. He's a, yeah. Or has he announced at the end of the announcement? That's, like, the new thing now. Now we announce announcements, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. on Twitter, and, like, that's how, that's how well, it works. Well, Chris Christie announced that he'd be announcing, Ugh. so he's now in the race. God. Did you guys hear Hillary Clinton is going to be uh, tried for racketeering? Really? Yeah. Cool. Good. Can't wait till that goes nowhere. Yeah. She is officially going to be tried for racketeering. So I don't. It might be Bernie Sanders versus the world. <laughs> Dude, I would love that. That would be amazing. I would vote for Bernie Sanders over any Republican candidate except for I Ram am Hall. going to probably agree with Howie. I think on I would that too. Odie. I mean, obviously, I disagree with every economic decision Absolutely. he'll ever make, but. My two biggest things are for us to stop getting in wars and dropping bombs on people, which I think he's with us on that, and also ending the drug war. And he's also good on uh, NSA spying, too. Yeah, yeah, he is. And I don't think... I'm pretty sure he's not that bad on guns either. I know Vermont's a pretty gun friend state. No, he's actually good on guns. If you wouldn't, you wouldn't think it because he's wow. like a Democrat and he's in many ways like a most progressive Democrat out there, at least like economically. But well, he's a socialist. He probably wants everybody to get a gun. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually kind of funny, young man. Uh, yeah, but uh, he's not. A, he's he's voted against like gun control legislation. He's actually pretty good on guns. So yeah, I mean, look, I, I mean, I, I can't. I could spend a whole hour talking about how Bernie's ideas about economic and how people should be taxed and that kind of thing are are wrong and terrible. But um, in terms of a lot of things that matter, he is a lot better than almost all of the GOP. Yeah. Odie, why are you so quiet? Your baby's not even born yet. I think there is... there's a petition out there just to get Bernie Sanders to read any book on economics. <laughs> any yeah, book. there is. There is, actually. <laughs> Even Mein Kampf or Das Kapital. Das Kapital is fine. Mein Kampf. That's not an economics book, is it? <laughs> yeah, I, I, can't, I can't agree with you guys and you know say I'd vote for Bernie over know, anyone that, that's except That's why you've been quiet. You're like, yeah. shit, I don't want to be... All right, so... But maybe I'd vote for Mitt Romney over everyone except Rand. I don't running? know. No, that was that's not true. Yet. Is he running? Yet. No. No, okay. Yet. I could see him coming <laughs> in at the last minute when everyone's tied at like 7%. That would be funny. Like, ah, Mitt Romney's back. See, there you go. And that's to my point. It's so splintered. Why not, man? Yeah. I was just kidding. I, I wouldn't vote for Mitt Romney. But um, I, I really just want to talk about Donald Trump and this ridiculous... His ridiculous comments about Mexico. Let's talk about Donald Trump. Why I not? I haven't, I haven't heard this. No, tell. I haven't heard about this. Okay, so he, he's getting freaking skewered by the media today. Just getting Man, freaking first killed. I'm hungry for bison burgers, now I'm hungry for skewers. Anyway, go on. I thought yeah. you were going to say you're hungry so for he, he says, he says, and I quote, Mexico is sending people that have lots of problems, and they're sending. bringing those problems to us. They're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're bringing their, T-H-E-I-R, their... <laughs> Rapist. <laughs> so I rapists? guess he thinks that like the Mexican, the Mexican oh, government is sending these people to the United States. Oh, uh, it's, uh, I don't know where he's coming do they, from. Do they figure it out on the on the census? But let's point out that uh, the U.S.'s drug war causes ninety percent of Mexico's problems. Thank anyways, you. yes, exactly, exactly right. Exactly. Dang, right. are we keeping points th- th- this week, Odie? <laughs> Howie, Howie gets the first yeah. point of the podcast. You do. It <laughs> might be the only point, but hey. If we make one relevant point it. per episode of this, I think that's actually should be seen as a win, to be quite honest with you guys. But, I mean, did, did you guys watch any of his announcement? His, I have uh, not. Can you, can you describe like, it to me in, in, morbid deep, in morbid detail? I watched, like, the uh, quick, like, 20-second, like, breakdown of the quotes, and um, I don't know if I can break it down for you very adequately, but he you did can't say that... You can break down the breakdown? You know, <laughs> <laughs> He actually said, I'm extremely rich, like five times. 
during, during his announcement. So I don't know how that's going to endear him to people. Yeah. And he fired my uh, son. Just hey, I wonder if he would uh, repudiate first. the debt like he's declared personal bankruptcy Ooh, multiple like times. Like, oh, like my God. Thing. Venezuela stuff? Well, you know what? Didn't, they, it, dec- didn't they declare bankruptcy? The United States point? government probably should declare bankruptcy in all reality. Because it is, you know, 100%. bankrupt, and uh, yeah. and there's literally no way to pay off the the debt and the obligations and all that. So sure, maybe maybe Trump is the guy to do it. He's well, got hey. so much experience with bankruptcy, he might be the guy for that. No, but you know what? Honestly, though, like, tr- okay, I, I don't like that statement Trump made. I don't like a lot of things Trump says <laughs> at all. Uh, but uh, part of me is like, yeah, I like that everyone hates this guy. You know, like, I hate, like, even the other GOP candidates attack him. They're like, ooh, he's not a real politician. He's not serious. It's like, shut up. You know, who don't criticize him for that. Criticize him for his policies if you want. Yeah, exactly. But, like, shut up. Like, you guys, just because you guys are already in office up for something that, that you have the right more to, to run for president than, than this other guy. I kind of like, in concept, in theory, the guy that you know is a businessman a guy that's by all accounts treats his employees very well by all accounts is like a great guy to his employees until he uses them and fires them like my son so you know maybe he will be better than a lot of these guys yeah, as president better him than somebody is like oh i got out of college i was a political science major i was an aide and then i then became I a lawyer a, and then i yeah, yeah like, lawyer then i became a candidate and then i became regional again and it's like and that's oh, pretty great. much most a lot like, of these guys well it's like teachers guys, who have but. only only been in academia that have no concept of the outside world that say that everything's fucked up with the outside world it's like what do you know you haven't done shit you know you don't know anything yeah and Rand, i mean hey, Rand was an eye doctor until he became a say he's still an eye doctor i mean at least guys yeah. like that I, I just have a little extra respect for guys that have made their lot in life outside of the political realm at least not that i i mean i, I don't know I, I haven't who's writing the donald trump presidential profile anybody okay <laughs> oh god i guess i'll write it yeah <laughs> he, he, hey speak he, you know he i don't huh? he's getting blasted for this he said he wants to build a great wall along the Mexican border. That's because he went to China and he was like, sweet wall, guys. No, I'm and then all he's for like, that. I want one. Think of the tourism. I'm pretty sure that Rick Perry said the exact same thing during, de- during debates back in 2012, didn't he? Look, I would be completely for a great wall if they literally built a great wall like in China. It's got to be great, though. I want it to be a, a, a real tourist site. I want it to be super cool. I want it made of black onyx. Then I'd say yes, I'm all for it. Then a lot it's of cool little special. doors I can still walk through it on because I still want to go to Mexico. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, yeah, we can have like a rotating, uh, like a, like doors to hotels. Would be like fall in Game of Thrones. Yes, I want, I, I want it a all giant right, wall. Right, I'm coming around we can, to this we idea. can make it out of sand and rock and stuff. I don't know. Will we have a watch on it? No, we're not. Well, night's we watch. basically will. <laughs> oh. right, let's talk about some other TV shows. Okay. Yeah, I don't watch Game of Thrones. Hey, talk about the debt though. Uh, Rand Paul. That's so boring. Just Rand Paul's on. tax plan, the the fair and Rand Paul's fair boring. and flat tax. It's gonna take. He wants to take two million dollars. Oh, don't the shoot your rolls. load. We got a, we got a Rand pluses and minuses to do in the next week. That's or two. true. I don't want to shoot my load. You can comment on it. We, I think we should talk. Which, about by the way, I saw. We can talk about I, the flat tax. Like, you want to talk I feel about like the flat tax? Share his picture. Speaking of loads, you want to talk about the flat tax? I'll talk about the flat tax. Let's just say Mark had a picture of him in a. In a uh, gray mud bath, and it looked like in a, it looked like the the stone giant from Never Ending Story had a bukkake all over in him. In a it Colombian, yep. <laughs> here we go. It only took 118 episodes to get the word bukkake in here. I knew we'd who, find who a way. Who had the over under on it? <laughs> That's the word of the day. Cherry. That's from a mud volcano outside of Cartagena, Colombia, and it's freaking awesome. That's what the stone giant calls it, the mud volcano. I mean, they don't really know why the mud is there. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm sure some scientists know. The locals they don't know where the know. mud's there? I think That's, mud's everywhere. It's like an actual volcano with, like, bubbling mud. It's crazy. <laughs> Nobody knows. Somebody, I mean. That can't, can't be good. <laughs> I'm sure mo- actually probably all science knows. And up came a whole of bubbling mud. Oh, boy. Well, this has gotten a terrible. Let's get back on topic. Who's got a topic? <laughs> oh, anybody? Anybody? I don't know. Nobody has a topic to talk about. Are, are, um, are we going to talk I, about the flat tax? I thought you were going to yeah, launch into the flat a uh, defense, right, let's uh, go. the Rand Paul's no, flat actually, tax. Hey, look, I, on, I like scary. it. I think it's a good. I think overall it's a huge step forward. I'm not saying the flat tax is the end-all, be-all, greatest thing in the world, but the fact here for me, it's less about the 14.5 percent everybody's paying for the flat tax, which is still, I think, a move forward as on a personal level. Uh, but more importantly to me is a 14.5 percent corporate tax rate. Right now, the United States. Let's go around. Who guess what the United States corporate tax rate is? Howie. It's like thirty nine percent. Thanks, I'm Mark. Not, wow, not way Howie. to ruin the game. Oh, come on. Well, that was a fun I didn't, time. Sound like a really fun game. So no points for you. <laughs> anyway, thirty nine point one percent is the is America's corporate tax rate. So if you drop down to fourteen point five percent, holy shit! You're talking about a massive influx of business. You're talking about businesses staying here. You're talking about businesses making more money. You're talking about small business exploding because small business goes out of out of business at like a ridiculous rate in this country. So, shit, I'm all for it. Go Rand. Yeah, it, it, it would. I mean, there's no debating it. It would help small business. So a lot of these big crony um, crony corporations, they don't even pay any taxes. They, they actually get tax well, credits. That's also that one of the things is he's eliminating a lot exactly. of the Exactly. So like, the crony companies are going to be all against this. The yeah, they will. GM be. is going to go from zero to 14.5. Mm-hmm. Right. Basically, because they're going to eliminate all, all the, the BS, in theory, that, that lets them get around it. Right. But I, the problem I have, and I mean, we, we've talked about a lot, talked about this a lot in the Lions of Liberty Forum and other other venues, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm not solidly on one side or the other. But my concern with it is similar to my concern right now with the current system. Is I think the biggest thing, the biggest problem with uh, taxation is withholding, because withholding makes you not realize how much you're is actually being confiscated uh, from your paycheck. How much property the federal government or any government is, is taking from you, local government, state government. Um, until withholding is taken away, I don't think people are actually going to understand the pain that is being inflicted upon them with taxation. W- will this lessen the pain a little bit? Sure, but I mean, it's not going to make people realize. Well, I think it. How much damage? How much damage taxation is I doing? I think it'll help them realize it because, from what Rand was saying and from the initial reports, it would give something like the average taxpayer would get three thousand dollars back per year through this tax cut because just in, I think just in payroll tax because you're not taking payroll tax. Out I yet. love that too. It eliminates this payroll tax that no one right. can avoid, no matter what their income level. That's a good thing. I'm not going to argue with that. I mean, I'm, I don't want to pay payroll tax. <laughs> I'm either. just saying, if you look at if you if you actually and, and the full details are not available yet. It's just from the statement he put out and detailing what it would be in the what in the is this the TPP? Reports. I thought Rand was all about transparency. Well, he, I'm sure he is going to put out the full report. <laughs> I was trying to joshing. find it for my for my Rand Paul losses and minuses. So he just put out like the. Uh, I supposedly his plan would be like a page. So. It yeah, like and, and, that, that and that's the other thing. He wants to completely get out, just do away with the tax code as it is now and just make it a one-page document. Well, which, frankly, oh any God, tax thanks. code longer than a page is unjust right. and, and by nature because if it's complicated and hard to understand, it's not. It's tyrannical, really, in nature. Right. It's set up for you to fail so they can then go after you. Yeah, and also, you know, the, the crony accounting industry that benefits from it. And I love my accountant. My account, I don't think accountants are bad people. Accountants do great things like help me pay less money to the government, but... You know, let's be honest, H&R Block needs the tax code. 
they need it bad, or else they really don't have a reason to exist. That's true. Odie, criticize the flat tax more. <laughs> Awkward silence. I mean, um, I don't know. I can't even think what I was going to say. That's because you got no counterpoint, out. baby. That's Boom! Cool. Point to Mark and Brian. Flat tax. Do you get any points over here? I mean, geez. Hey, Mark, you mentioned the TPP. I think we should talk about that. You know it's not TPP. Getting... Yeah, you, you know, know me. me. You know a TPP. Although, fine, ladies. Tip top hooray. <laughs> oh. All right, Howie, you're the expert. I'm just dubbing you the expert. Why don't you tell everybody out there what's the TPP and why should why should we give a hoot? How many plies is it? I'm not, you know, I'm not the expert. but the fact <laughs> I'm dubbing you the expert, is... so you are. Just live with it. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? The fact that this agreement is secret, but, you know, other nations and corporations know what's in it. The only reason for it to be secret is for the United States people to not know what's in it, and they, that's because we're going to be against right. it. Some of the stuff that I heard that was released on WikiLeaks that's come out about it sounds terrible. Like, uh, I guess companies will be able to sue countries. Like, say we don't want lead in our toys from China, but some Chinese companies can then go around sue us and be like, oh, you're hurting our business. We want you to have to buy our lead toys. They could do things like that. It's just crazy that this isn't being talked about, and it's just some secret bill that you know only some people get to see it's just crazy to me Not what, what? the most transparent uh presidency far from it so what why, why does it seem like as every headline i read on it it seems like the republicans are helping obama push this through uh, it does seem like that. it's going to benefit some businesses and these people fund their campaigns there you go yeah. how he's got to give how another point for explaining there this. you go well <laughs> i want let me add something else on the tpp it's guys our corporate this is this is also a huge problem that i know it, it exists has been cited several times is also the tpp is a quote-unquote living document and what that means is that Essentially, the document will be signed and ratified and Congress will say, yay, in a quick vote they're forcing. And then once it's through, the language doesn't have to go through another vote for Congress to be changed. It can be changed as it goes along by who? By Obama or whoever the standing president is, which that is inexcusable because that means you voted in a document based on certain merits, which are already horrible, as we know. But now you can change them to accommodate this, that or the other, whoever's got the money, whatever suits the situation. And the I thought American Donald Trump had the no money. input. Doesn't Donald Trump behind this? I hope. Well, now I hope he becomes president because then he'll control everything. Uh, you know what? For entertainment purposes, if it's not going to be like someone really good for liberty, which it's probably not, <laughs> maybe it would be Rand, and we can it could even be debatable if he'll end up being good for liberty. But if it's not going to be, which I think you know it probably won't be, most likely, then uh, it may as well be Donald Trump. It may as well be something entertaining who will just, you know, get us through the next four years and right. give us plenty of material yeah, exactly. to talk about. Just watch him getting it out of the... Because uh, Lord uh, knows we need material. Right, getting it out of the presidential helicopter. Be, uh, a treat every time. Just think of the gifs. Fantastic. Let's let's throw out a uh, hypothetical here. Gun to your head. you got to vote for one. Who do you vote for? Donald Trump or Rick oh. Santorum? Oh, Brian, Donald go. Trump. Donald Trump. Howie? It's not, that was so easy, Eddie. <laughs> Donald Trump. That All right, okay, easiest, another, one, another one. How about Mike Huckabee? That was the easiest, one. like, think think fast. <laughs> Mike Huckabee or Donald Trump? Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm well, voting for Donald Trump over everybody but Rand, probably. Santorum's such a, such a shit heel. it's hard to even... I mean, we need, we need different people to compare him to. I don't even know what that means, but I Santorum's, think I agree. Rick Santorum or Chris Christie? Ooh, Go. That's a little oh. tougher. Rick, Chris Christie. Chris Christie. He's actually better, I think. He actually, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think I you're mean, right, Chris Christie. That'd be terrible. It would be terrible. Be I agree. But all right, how about this, Bobby Jindal or Chris Christie? God, 
Jindal. I don't even I don't know, know much about, I don't know him, much about him. Just Chris because Christie. I don't know much about him, I'm going to go Jindal. <laughs> I'm going to go Chris name. Christie because I think he'll repeal the FDA ban on trans fats. <laughs> <laughs> he will command the FDA to allow trans fats or else he just won't be able to survive. <laughs> what? I don't want trans fats. I don't want them either, but you I, know. You know well, yeah, but it's I mean, your I choice. I, I, I hate to I hate my I own articles, but I, don't. I do. I love it. But hey, I, but it's it's not my choice when there's nothing made that's without a, well, them. The, no, <laughs> there's, a, there's a shit ton made without trans fats. But there is a yeah, lot of hardly anything. It, you have to choose. It's like packaged sweets that you that have trans fats in them now, and it's a choice, and you can choose whether or not to buy them. They shouldn't outlaw them universally, especially when the government was pushing them like 20 years ago as like the healthy alternative. And there's no reason for it because, as I just said in this article, GM and all these other, like Taco Bell and Pepsi, who owns Taco Bell, they're all phasing out artificial ingredients that are not using trans fats anymore. Why? Not because of government regulation, because the public is saying, oh, we shouldn't eat this crap. We want natural food. We so need to start periscoping this so you guys can see Brian's ridiculous hand gestures while he goes on this. And my, I think really my veins in my right forehead. Now. My veins in my forehead also pulsate pretty subject. strongly. <laughs> if you hear thumping on the microphone. Is he, pound- is he pounding the table, too? No, it sounds he, like you he hear he like a white. Rico, Rico does that. No, he knows better than that, I think. Brian, are, are you for GMOs? I'm or no? 100% for GMOs. Okay, good. Me too. I, I don't. I, the hysteria drives oh, me crazy. Anybody that's not an idiot that actually knows what a GMO actually is and actually does is for GMOs. Okay, but do you think it's possible that there are some GMOs that could be harmful to people? I think there are some. Well, just like exactly. there's some of anything that could be harmful okay, to people, right. but the yeah, mass sure. majority are incredibly beneficial and have no harm to humans in any way. Maybe not even directly harmful to people, but sort of indirectly harmful by killing insects and things yeah, or making like them mutate and then somehow harming people. I mean, that's definitely well, possible. you know what? Hey, it's a race. It's a race. A race war. <laughs> it's a race war, guys. <laughs> An arms race then. Look, okay. So you make GMOs. The bugs mutate. Guys, I hate to break it to you. The bugs get mutate anyway. It's called evolution. Uh, <laughs> but then, not like next week. <laughs> they don't. That doesn't happen. They don't mutate next week. It doesn't happen You're sweet like if that. they did, though. Huh? So it's just you go back and forth. It's the, hey, it's I the saw the movie Killer dance. Bees in like 1983, and they mutated next week in that movie. So Damn. And as far as I'm concerned, movies well, are you know facts. What? It sounds like we need to get some of their genes and put them in some GMOs. Hey, let's spend the last few minutes talking about movies. Not new movies. <laughs> Jurassic World? Beans. Is that what we're going to talk about? We could. What are the, okay. <laughs> it's too soon. I haven't seen any movies. Oh, he's never seen a movie, so he can't do this topic. <laughs> what about the movie They Live? It's one of my favorite movies of all oh, time. Oh, I love They Live. Top, I'm literally top five favorite movie. Rowdy Roddy Piper, man. Have you guys seen They Live? Never wow, heard. are you really? kidding me? Wow, you two have homework. That's a libertarian must. We could do a whole podcast on the movie They Live. Maybe I'm not joking. It's so good. I think we should do it. Is it new? No, oh, it's from oh, the 80s. What's, what's the backstory on it? It's from the 80s. It's, it's literally got like, Rowdy Roddy Piper in it when he was like 30. So that tells you how old it is. And there's an epic fight scene in it. Um, where Roddy Piper basically has a wrestling match in a back alleyway with this guy, but that's not what—that's not the reason it's great. <laughs> that's great. I bring this up; it's very liberty related. It's so the basic, the very basic plot. By the way, it's a John Carpenter directed movie. It's a fantastic film. Uh, a basic plot is that Roddy Piper is just a you know ho hum construction worker trying to like make his way in life, and he like stumbles upon these sunglasses, Magic these boxes, sunglasses. this box of sunglasses, <laughs> and he just like puts it on. And he's like, oh great, sunglasses, and he like walks around. You guys oh, seriously man. need to watch this. I can't look. Even the believe. plot's ridiculous, but trust me, it's great. So he so he realizes. Is it on yes, Netflix? Sure it, it is. It is. So he realizes. Okay. I don't have Netflix. What? Oh. You don't have Netflix? God damn it. I'm surprised you even have the goddamn internet, you Amazon Prime and Hulu. Yeah, but then you can't watch 
I don't know. You're missing out on so many good things like Zombie Oh, yeah. Zombie is great. Oh, man, the lead. Yeah. You're missing out on that Kevin Spacey show that's escaping me at the moment. What's it called? Oh, House of Cards. House of Cards. It's so good. It's like right up your alley. Oh, yeah. I'll have to get and Netflix. You do have to get Netflix. Orange, it's a good Orange the New Black is a fantastic a show as well, by the way. Except the last season. How do you guys sucks. have time to watch all this television? Well, you, well once you have a baby and you can't leave the house. There you go. What are you going to do? All the babies like does it suckle on your nipple or the other that are persons? Man, I don't know anything about parenting. <laughs> Gonna be writing about liberty. That baby will be sucking on father's hat whiskey if it's any sort of man. Man, we are going off go. the rails quick. All right, but anyway, just go watch They Live. Seriously, it's very liberty re- related. I don't want to. Uh, yeah, you don't want to ruin it. But away. look, well, hey, are we are we really worried okay. about spoilers for a movie that was made in 1984? <laughs> 1988. 88. Hey, jerks, watch the movie. Uh, it's basically uh, about corporatism and you know subliminal yes, messaging and a, a you know an overarching government. I won't say who it's run by. Shh, secrets, uh, but. Was that Rowdy Roddy yes. Piper's acting uh, debut? I don't know if it's his debut. Well, but... you could call his being wrestler on professional television his acting debut. Yes, you could call that. Well, yeah, I mean, come on. Wrestling's real. We all know, we all know it's that. completely real. It's really happening, that's for sure. <laughs> it's as real as 24. It's, it's as real as anything else on go. TV. That's my point. People, hey, people do die doing it. All right, everyone, let's go around the room. Final thoughts. Favorite wrestling match of all time? Brian, go. Just kidding. Uh, I have no idea. It, it, my favorite wrestling match would be the one I go to with you and Rico here in L.A. and whatever it is. All right. That it will be, I guess. Howie, how are you watching wrestling in your day, right? No? Anything? Anything? Um... <laughs> I don't have a favorite wrestling match, but I did just recently watch the Ken Shamrock Kimbo Slice fight, and I think it was fake. Joe Rogan was saying that. Kimbo Slice won, right? Yeah, Kimbo Slice won. Did you ever see that disgusting match where he exploded a guy's ear? Whoa. It was grotesquely (laughs) horrible. It was like the cauliflower ear. It exploded like a balloon full of pus. It was disgusting. Last thing on this topic, though, I want the state of New York to freaking stop being the only state in the U.S. that outlaws professional. They're the only state still? Yep, that seems yeah. ridiculous considering that it is literally one of the biggest sports. Who, in the uh, what UFC fighter world? can I get in the show to talk about this issue? What do you think? Who do you recommend? Kimbo Slice. Kimbo. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he does. Uh, actually, the, the issue is the company that owns UFC um, doesn't hire union workers, and that's the issue. It has nothing oh, to do with mixed martial arts. Oh, that's interesting. So, I think it's Zufa. Their casinos and stuff. They don't hire union people, and so. That's why a lot of New York politicians are against it. They thought this would get overturned because the main guy that was against it just got kicked out of office for breaking some law. But they still are uh, coming up with some pushback. Okay. It's how we turn into a robot. It <laughs> seems like it's slowly turning into a robot. I don't know where, what that means, but I'm just going to say yes because probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I am was, a robot. His, his voice. <laughs> Aren't you guys hearing that little bit of feedback there, maybe? No, I stopped listening to you guys I don't know quite a while ago, so no. Yeah. All right. What, uh, Odie, what, what, are your, what are your thoughts here? Oh, favorite wrestling match. That's all I want to hear. It's got me. Favorite, I don't have a favorite wrestling match, I guess. Does nobody? Am I the only one that has favorite wrestling matches? But, but <laughs> my favorite wrestling match concept is the coffin match. That's good. Yeah, I mean, concept. All right, all right. Coffin like match that. is good. I like that you'll play along. How about this? Anything bit. involving the wrestler Kane, uh, who you can hear on the Lions of Liberty there podcast. There you go. I think it's... Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. You and, should get him back on. I should get Glenn back on. The thing is, he's really busy now because he's really heavily involved in the storylines. He wasn't... Well, more reason to bring him back. Hey, you gave him you gave him work when he had nothing. <laughs> <laughs> He's always had work. Uh, you can actually listen to my interview with Glenn Jacobs, better known as WWE's Kane, in episode six of the Lions Liberty podcast. Wow. And I'm going to link. It might be the only thing in the show notes because I don't know if we've talked about anything else relevant. 
But um, I'm actually yeah. amazed that you got him on episode six, considering like this, right? this show has grown so immensely since then. And he was like, "Good, you know, Glenn Jacobs slash Kane, you are a, a, a saint a, for being a, on quite the a show gentleman. so early." Yes, that's he, awesome. And he, I think when I first contacted him, I had like no episodes. So he's yeah, that's amazing. Extra points well, for get, him. get him back on, man. It was totally just on the fly. I'm like, oh, I'll just email this guy. He's like, maybe he'll respond. Probably not. He's like, and two literally two seconds later, he's like, "Oh yeah, sure, I'll come on." I'm like, what? It's awesome. Sweet. Get him back. When he was on, did he say he was interested in running for something? I actually did ask him that question, and all the hype about him running for office is from other people trying to get him to run. Mm. He stated to me uh. he's not interested, but didn't close the door in the future. But he's still wrestling, and he's still, Is he coming know. to L.A.? Can we get special VIP passes? <sighs> well, not now, because now he's going to know I'm just getting it for you guys, because he listens <laughs> to every show, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, maybe we can meet up with him in LA. You should. We'll we should do him. a live uh, podcast. If we him. can get Glenn Jacobs, I don't know if he drinks or not. I have no idea. Uh, he does, he can pretend to drink and be on the show for. I'm like, no, Glenn, you can't come on if unless you're drinking on Libertarians Living Room Stricken Liquor. But <laughs> those <laughs> are the rules. The rules, baby. That, those are the rules, actually. Um, all right, guys, we don't like rules because we're anarchists. Just kidding. Mark, what's your favorite wrestling match? Uh, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin from WrestleMania 13. There you go. So anybody who... Uh, Thanks. One of us had a real wrestling. answer for that. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm sure Rico's at home masturbating to that answer. That's great. When he listens to this. <laughs> Definitely time to end the show, I think, when we're talking I about... I had to listen our, to three hours of these idiots talk about wrestling. I don't know anything about wrestling. I don't loved it. I don't give a shit. It. I don't care. All right, folks. Uh, yeah, it's been fun. Until next time, guys. Uh, are you gonna you know spruce up with me and do this? this yeah, closing? man, I'm in. Right. We're all, all in. Right, this is all. Let's it's all it. been building up to this. Until next time, guys. And we're gonna start. I should make a, a little announcement. Um, we're gonna start doing these shows a little more often. You know, we do this podcast twice a week, so approximately eight to ten episodes a month. And one of those has been libertarians in living rooms drinking liquor. Um, after today, I'm not sure if we're justified in, in creating more of these, but we are going to try to do this more frequently, possibly like twice a month going forward, perhaps with some special guests mixed in for fun. So if you're still listening, you know, 58, 59 minutes in or so, you are already considered, you know, an amazing person who's one of our greatest fans. So you'll love this news. Everyone else, well, you already dropped out by now. So yeah. whatevs. All right, guys. And until next time, why don't you join me? All right. To live long oh, and live free. Live long, live long, live free, live free. Live free to With Mark Claire. Drinking whiskey. <laughs> Glenn Jacobs, come drink with us on the show. Glenn, come on back, buddy. We miss you. He's from Tennessee. Everyone drinks in Tennessee. Yeah. You have to. You you literally have to. It's, I mean, it, it's from birth. It's you like guys, Odie. Odie. You guys got to see the movie They Live, though. It's really, um, it's actually influenced our culture in more ways than people realize. This show's and, ending. I'm pouring myself another drink right me, now that Mark and I are like going to split. Can you mail it to me? And I'll mail your copy no, of. Uh, I have it on Netflix. <laughs> I could maybe let you use my Do you Netflix have a Betamax? Account. I used to have a Betamax. You can't chalk up the seven ninety nine for Netflix. I'll mail you that Harry Brown book back and you can mail me the. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. My family, I literally, when I was a child, I remember, you guys remember Under Siege? Yeah. Yeah, yeah let's just yeah. keep talking, like, and if John finds anything funny, the, he can find the, the, the top was like, Erica Aleniak, right? Erica Aleniak jumps out of the cake with Steven yeah, Seagal. I had a Betamax player, and my family, <laughs> we would know, illegally man. copy movies, and I illegally copied Erica Aleniak jumping out of that cake in Under Siege. That's the only reason I remember that movie. So we, maybe we can do that with They Live. I'll bring my Betamax player over. There you go. 
Oh, did you have a Betamax? Uh, or Betamax? you just watch it on Netflix. Other option. <laughs> I don't. I don't speak Spanish. I don't know what it's a Betamax. Probably, it's probably on like YouTube. Betamaxer. I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not kidding. You guys, Howie, you had nothing better to do, right? Odie's got like a wife and stuff, but you you have no reason not to watch They Live as soon as you hang out with us. Yeah, yeah. do it right now. Well, it's tomorrow. Right. Maybe it's Saturday. I'll watch it. Oh, it's already pushed back. I so said, "What are you doing tonight?" It's ten thirty-seven. It, yeah, I got to go to sleep. I need to get to work early tomorrow. Literally at work, you know what I do all day? I, you, Mark, Mark and Odie, all day do this. I literally uh, lie on the floor because I hurt my back. I lie on the floor all day at work. <laughs> I work on my laptop. Actually, you I work laying on the floor because right I can't sit in a chair right now. It's Talk horrible. about a progressive like, company. Oh, it's Are ridiculous. you laying on the floor right now? <laughs> no, I, I, I just took a libertarians ner- in living rooms <laughs> lying on the floor. I just took liquor. a nerve pain. Now I'm drunk and I'm high on nerve pain pill, so I'm okay. What's a nerve pain pill do? It's called noro norotin. 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 You know it? How, how, he, how he's like? How I he's snort it. Maybe how he's snorting it. His Howie? chest is like got thousands. How do you know what it is, Howie? My ex-wife used Howie. to have to take it for something. Oh, sciatic for pain. dealing with you. Yeah, Probably, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> she tried to choke you so many times; her wrist nerves were tender and inflamed. <sighs> All right, well, see ya, jerks. See Gotta ya. go. But seriously, right, but next time we talk, we should we could do like oh, we should do this. This is an idea. Oh, I have. We should do like go ahead. we could do like a live watch of a movie that we like comment on as it's playing, and listeners at home could like press play at the same time and watch with us, and we like drink like we could drink and watch they live and talk about it while we watch. I know, like obviously that'd be something that relates very to long podcast. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it would be just like the, I mean, the yeah mystery science theater, or whatever. Yeah, was, yeah, like Liberty Mystery Science Theater. Liberty Science training. Theater. Yeah. Liberty, there you go, Liberty Science Theater. LS, how about LST three K? Guys, I'll straight up lip rip them hey, off. Hey, Liberty why don't Science all you theater. guys come to Pittsburgh and run the Tough Mudder with Trent and Danielle and me this uh, August? Well, Did you not hear my... me say that I lie on the floor all day because of horrible back pain? You can still based come and my... drink. I'm not going to run. Maybe we'll based carry. On... Oh, maybe I'll we'll come drink. Or something. I, could, I could definitely come drink. Based on my point three mile run today, I don't know if I'm going to be ready for Tough Mudder by oh. August, but we'll see. We should all hang it. We should do a live. A live all, oh, by the way. Hey, by the way, you know I'm going to be reading the next couple of days? Mark got an advanced floor, copy. Laying on the floor. An advanced copy. I'm going to read it lying on the floor. Rand Paul taking a stand, moving beyond partisan politics to unite yet? America. Let's find out. We have an advanced copy. It I'm going to read it. I'm going to review it. How did you get an advanced copy? I don't know. Mark uh, pulled some strings. I'm and... kind of a big player in the in the Liberty world. Uh, <laughs> a homeless guy was using it as a pillow, and Mark gave him a hand. Yeah, it doesn't come out till May 26th. Oh, wait, I'm just that surprised the random. Oh, that already happened. happened. No, Never mind. Don't we don't have an advanced copy. We have <laughs> a copy. Month. We have a copy. All right. It's not an advanced copy. We have a copy. <laughs> See, they couldn't. They originally said they couldn't send me a PDF because it wasn't released yet. So maybe the ebook isn't released yet. That's why they had to send me. Because oh, I was like, you can totally send me a PDF because I'd rather that so that I can because I don't like to carry large books around. Yeah. Like, when am I going to read an actual physical book? It's too hard. Yeah. Well, I like physical books, man. Well, good. Perfect. You got one. Hey, Rand, I'm going to be staring into your deep blue eyes when I'm taking <laughs> Look at that, that stare. Dump. He's really looking dreamy in that. Because that's what I'm reading. It. I'm His reading it on the shitter. The, probably the best looking uh, wife of, of someone running. Smoking. Is she hot? Yeah, she's hot. Yeah, you, do, you get a whole show. Bring her up. And... Bring up a picture right now. Uh, Can she be on? I got to see a picture of Rand Paul's uh, wife. Kelly Ashby, it's a hot name. Yeah, that could be his oh my god, oh my god, she's super. Well, she's a doctor's wife, guys. Yeah, he's a doctor. I mean, come on, he's not just a libertarian nerd. He's a you know, he's got to get her out there campaigning for him. She's like fifty, so you know. You know what? Is he a doctor or is he a plastic surgeon? (laughs) She looks pretty good. She looks like she might have had a little work done, but she was pretty hot. 
Alright, so your homework is to watch They Live. In the Delightful. Next few days. Okay, I uh, I gotta go. I gotta go lie yeah. in the floor. Brian's gotta go lie in the floor and read Taking a Stand by Rand yep. Paul. Alright, bye bye. Right. I gotta See go ya. do karaoke. Alright, peace.